Welcome to the Art Parlor for May 2020. On April 9th, beloved Friends in Art President Lynn Heddle suddenly passed away due to a myriad of health complications. In honor of her memory, the FIA board, some additional members, and Lynn's family joined us on a Zoom call to share in our memories of Lynn. We wanted this edition of Art Parlor to feature this call. And now, here's your host, Mike Mandel. The only thing I want to say is that this evening, it's about Lynn, and it's like we were sitting around the table having coffee, you know. But we're just going to talk about Lynn in any old way that we would, sitting around a living room and enjoying each other and enjoying her memory. And uh, that's what I have to say about it. And uh, I'd like to offer some something here, and that's that... Uh, I've known Lynn probably since I've been in Friends in Art, which was uh, 1989. And, and, you know, she was always an interesting, interesting uh, participant and always in it. And when it came time for her uh, to be president, my God, did she step forward. Um, uh, she such a pillar. Uh, such a pillar as a president and so darn competent, I, I kind of forgot that I was vice president because there was nothing to do. Uh, she just did a lot of that. Uh, but the memory that I'm really holding dear is when uh, Lynn and Nancy visited me in Midtown New York. Now, I live three blocks from Times Square. So they were right in the soup here. And they came to visit in mid-October, and it was so much fun to have them in my living room for those three days and and introduce them to my friends and so on, because they, they have heard about Lynn and Nancy and some of the other uh, friends and art people for years. That's my other family, you know? And uh, uh, so we had the best time up here talking uh, visiting, eating. I, I love to, uh, you know, have people eat when they're in New York. I want to show them places. And Lynn and Nancy took right to it, I have to say. Uh, <laughs> and we had wonderful, wonderful visits. Another side of Lynn, when I would speak to her on the phone, we would talk about business. But boy, she always always had a new podcast to tell me about or a new artist to listen to or a new website or a new device uh, to talk about. She was just amazing. And she was not overly exuberant in her speech. Uh, but boy, she celebrated these things and celebrated every day. And from my point of view, she brought an act, you know, she, she brought her faith with her and not just brought it, but she act, she uh, lived her life from it. And uh, it was very apparent to pick up the goodness Absolutely. that she brought and offered. Mm -hmm. Mike? Yes. May I say, Lynn, one of the founding members of Friends in Art. Oh, uh, God. We had a, what was that, a 25 year, I, I'm, I'm bad on the years, I can't, uh, maybe 80, 
85 or something like that might have been. been around 84, 84, 85. Okay, well, somebody will have to help me with that. And Lynn has been, uh, and for a long time, when we talked about, well, for a time, when we talked about Lynn being president, because she was, she was into art and into writing. She's one of the most versatile of the friends and art people, you know, and we, she was always going to the art museums and working with accessibility back in the day and um, in Birmingham too. And um, then she was the editor for some years of the log and a writer extraordinaire. And of course, a wonderful uh, singer and harpist. And well, Lynn used to play piano, but she had an accident and uh, her arm and then she just didn't ever go back and you know do much with the piano after that time. But anyway, and then it was obvious that she would have been a, a great president, but for a time there, um, you know, she was with Maida and with Bill <clears throat> with some situations that she wasn't available for that possibility. And so I guess it was in 14, maybe, uh, that she became president. I'm not real sure about that. Somebody might might know that concisely, but I thought it was around that. Uh, yeah, this is Elsie. Yeah. And what I, <clears throat> what I would like to say is Lynn, ever since I had known her, she and I both had a vent or we loved metaphysical, That's the it. metaphysical aspects of life. And when I uh, first talked to her about what that means, we have metaphysical, it's sort of a, a way to meditate and be a, uh, with a physical aspect of that, too. So she believed that you were healed through metaphysics, and she also <clears throat> believed in the healing uh, aspects of the harp. And I just want to say she is the one who affected me <clears throat> to want to be part of Friends in Art because she was so versatile herself. Hello? This, this Hello. is June. And I want to... I'm kinda, I was going to call last night, but I'm still kind of broken up because I have trouble letting things like this sink in. I'm still not quite yet with her being gone. I'm, I, I don't know why I can't explain that to you all. I will say this. Um, I, Lynn was, she helped me as far as my um, contribution to FIA and ACB. And I really feel that I need to say this, and it's not really said to hurt anyone. I did many, many years ago audition for a spot in a showcase and didn't get it. And um, I came back when Lynn was in the thick of it, and she heard me singing, and she just simply said, number one, what's taking you so long? Why are you not singing? 
she had me come up to the suite and immediately put me to work. That's another thing I loved about her. There was stuff to be done. She didn't say, how can I ask her, would you do this for me? Could you do? Yes. That's another thing I loved. There was stuff to be done. And she just said, would you do this for me? She didn't test me or ask someone else. And she encouraged me to go on and sing um, each year. And um, I work as Secretary of FIA, one of the few presidents. I've been secretary in a lot of places and done, but this is sort of a thankless job. And she never hesitates, just put a little glow on my face by thanking me for my work. And that means more to me than you all will, will ever know. She, she's really helped me with my self-esteem and um, my contributions. And again, I'm starting to cry, so I'll just be quiet for a little while, but I wanted to say this. This is Mike Tyndall. Um, I just want to say that, you know, for many years I've, I've attended a lot of FIA showcases when I was able to be at the ACB conference. And last summer was the first time that I was ever able, because of work obligations at the convention, that I was actually able to participate in a lot of things that FIA did last, last summer at the convention. And um, Lynn and I, we sang a song together on the showcase. And my friend Kenneth Reed uh, recorded it on his iPhone. And after it was over, he sent me a copy of the song. And I remember, I think, Southern Gospel Music. And I remember saying to Lynn, um, I would love it if you would help me sing this song. And I sang it through like twice and she instantly learned it and we sang it on the showcase but Lynn I first met Lynn when she worked at the VA in Birmingham and uh, we became friends there uh, through her computer training and, and technology for those of you who don't know me I'm I've worked with Freedom Scientific and Human Wearing Hymns and the various uh, technology companies and so after uh, one year, I think it was probably the last year that, that, that Bill was alive. I was able to visit with Lynn and Bill a good bit at that convention, and we really became good friends. And then um, after Bill passed away, Lynn and I certainly continued a very long uh, you know, friendship, even though it's only been three or four years that we were very close friends. We talked on the phone often, and we often talked about music and technology. And, you know, she she bought some new Sonos equipment, and she was so happy when she got her Sonos stuff to, you know, tell me the latest things and how wonderful they were. And um, when I would go to Birmingham, oftentimes I would actually stay with Lynn and, um, you know, as, as Mike said a while ago, I also happen to love coffee. And she had an espresso coffee machine. And Lynn always <laughs> made sure that she had, she, had, she had things that people like. And I happen to like number nine and ten, so you can all make a note for Convention 2021. <laughs> That's my coffee of choice. Um, red wine would also be good. And Lynn and I had, you know, wine. And 
um, you know, we, we, we just we just had a lot of fun. And I remember when Nancy and Lynn went to visit Mike up in New York, the, the three of them called me. And um, we all, we all, the four of us, we had a lovely conversation. And then a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the ACB show that Lynn was going to do for Friends in Art. And then just last week, you know, we were talking about convention and, you know, and, 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 and how all of that, you know, virtually how we could do all the things we wanted to do. And, and, um, you know, I was, I was, I was so shocked on Thursday. I, I've teased Ann Martin and Nancy oh. Pendergraft about this because I hope, Ann, you don't mind me sharing this, but I, oh, no, that's fine. Ann, Ann, Ann's husband has had a few strokes over the past couple of years and I was trying to pay my cell bill and Ann <laughs> called me like three times in, in two minutes. And I'm like, what does she want? I'll, you know, and I, the third time she called, I my phone and, and you know of course he was hysterically crying and I, I just knew something had happened to Robert and I said I said I said Ann what's wrong and she immediately told me you know such horrible news and I had just talked to I had just talked to Lynn just a few days before but I just want to say to all of us who are here you know one thing that we all can be so thankful for is life and we never know you know, when we may take our last breath. And so let's all just, you know, love everybody and each other while we're here because we never know. I mean, Lynn was talking to Janet Dickelman on Wednesday, making plans for the summer convention and, you know, the very next day. I mean, things happen so fast, but Lynn will always be in my heart and, and, and Bill. And, you know, I think it's, it's, I want to say to Emily and, and Chris and Mark, uh, thank all of you for for being on this call tonight and supporting all of us and know that all of us in FIA, um, how much did Lynn meant to us and we, we love her. Well, thank you so much. Um, Gordon here. Hey, Gordon. Gordon. Hi, Gordon. Um, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been here for a while. When I came to the, my first convention, it was at the spur of the moment. I didn't know anything about what went on in the convention. I didn't, I, I came for like two days. I came in 1995 in Greensboro. The first two people I met really were Lynn and Janice. And we all know what happened with Janice, but uh, Janice, Lynn and, and Nancy were like the three sisters. They, 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 uh, really were the foundation of friends in art at that time. And uh, the one thing I can say, anytime I think about Lynn, I can say nobody, nobody could handle a jug wine like Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, un it was, it was uncanny. I could, those things are impossible. Those big, those cloth, you know those jugs at the and she handled it like a pro i mean we, it's like gordon this is her sister emily we taught her well <laughs> you so it's your you were Thank the one you, that emily <laughs> i have to say i have to say that it really was a wonderful addition uh having been blessed to have known lynn 
Uh, and mm -hmm. just as we never thought, we always wondered how Friends in Art was going to get on without Janice, who was one of the fa original founding mothers or fathers of Friends in Art. We have to go on. And I know I'm guilty. I haven't been involved in any ACB activities since Janice passed away. I really need to get beyond that. Uh, but I really would like to say that they're all up. She's up there. They're, she and Janice are up there right now having a good time. And there's reminiscing about us. I'm having one of my moments, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. That's, that's well, right. you know, I, it doesn't happen nearly as much as it used to, but I get a Janice moment once in a while. So anyway, that's pretty much what I have to say. Well, hi, I'm Debbie Hazelton. Friends in Art was where I first met Lynn. She and Peter got in touch with ACB Radio to see about doing some things differently. And I'm really trying to remember what year that was. But um, Peter, if you're here, um, I remember I met you both together and you were really talking about some things you wanted to do differently. And it was, it was all very creative and um, and then I didn't see Lynn. I didn't, we saw each other every now and then. We talked every now and then, but we really kind of got busy with our lives. And it was at some point after I moved here to Dothan that Lynn and I connected. And I mean, I was so happy because I knew I liked her. I knew I had liked her when I met her. And I want you to know, Gordon, uh, Lynn and Nancy, particularly both, just never stopped saying good things about you and your talent. And I heard a lot of your talent in showcases. So I hope you do come back and do some performing, even if it's virtually or in person, however it works out, whatever year. And I know everyone else has said all these wonderful same things that I could say about Lynn's givingness and her friendship and and the spirituality that we shared and the fun. But I'm gonna tell you two little funny things that are unique. <laughs> one is there was one morning that Nancy and I were there at Lynn's and we had apple pie with vanilla ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> but, but the night before we had eggnog with a little extra nog. Oh, we and that's how she said it. Eggnog with extra nog. And you can just imagine what that might be. But in I think the it's summertime? from the people who taught her well. I don't know what season it was, but it was just good. It yeah, might have been matter. in the wintertime. But <laughs> eggnog with extra nog was delicious. Lynn loved to have a good time. And I think that's what she's still doing. So I'm shocked. I feel like one of my, one of my favorite friends just up and decided to move away. But, um, you know, it brings all of us closer. And... I just respect her for doing what she, what she needed to do and moving on if that's what she needed to do. So thank you. Thank you for letting me say a few words and it's good to be here. Thank you, Debbie. This is, this is Emily. Hello. We'll talk again, I know. Okay. But thank you. Yes. Okay. That was my well, dog. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, well, everybody can share. Yeah. Matt, yeah, yes, Gadget just made one of those happy lap noises. You folks all know what that is. This is Elizabeth Aldworth. I met Lynn early on. I was trying to remember when, sometime in the early 90s, and 
uh, late 90s, I guess, because I remember going to conventions and helping to be part of that uh, mixer thing with the with the uh, wine and the and the big thing, whatever that was. And yes, Lynn, Lynn knew how to actually open that so they didn't blow up. It was amazing. <laughs> the one back you there with the cheese. You provided all those craft. You provided all those craft. Yeah, yeah, that was in the days when I when I was pushing like fake cheese, and now I've, I I mean I I eat better cheese, but I and I no longer work for Kraft, but I I do have good health coverage from retirement from them, which is good in this time of craziness. Um, and uh, and I noticed that apparently a bunch of their products are coming back into vogue, which is sort of disgusting. Um, but uh, there was a lot of uh, stuff, and Lynn and I basically helped along with uh, Janice and Nancy. Uh, we women kind of kind of did the food and drink for the um, the mixers, which, if you had not experienced an FIA mixer in the '90s, were um, madhouses, zoo, crazy, as only a mad large group of wine people at a convention in the 90s could be. All of us remember that. Some of us um, are amazed that we, anyways, we all met in the middle of this wildness and somehow Lynn and I connected really deeply. Whatever her spiritual life was, I always felt like we understood each other and that Lynn did her best to do the little things in the world that made the world a better place. She was a kind person. She was generous with her time and her amazing energy. She taught Braille, which has got to be one of the most low-paid, underappreciated, thankless jobs in, in creation. And, and she did it with, with caring, and, and she spent her time doing two things, teaching and playing, both of which require a calling. Yes, um, I agree. I mean, music, music people add something to the world that is remarkable, and people who can teach do that too because they show the rest of us how to do things. Um, mm -hmm. And this group has, has witnessed many wonderful teachers, and Lynn certainly was one of them. And I... Um, but what I wanted to say was that Lynn came to New York around Thanksgiving, I guess, to visit Mike and a okay. few other people. And and I was fortunate enough to come into the city and meet with her and Mike and Nancy and some other people and have dinner. And I'm so happy that I made that trip into the city. I'm, I'm a couple hours north of New York. And, and did that and got to spend time with them. And I want to acknowledge Mike for making that trip really special for Lynn. Lynn talked about that trip with me. We phoned back and forth. We emailed back and forth. And that was a very special time for her and will be a very special memory for all of us who were part of that, that trip. Um, I'm going to attempt to unmute myself here. I, I mean, mute myself so that someone else can speak and my background noise won't show up. You guys are probably hearing my cat purring. He's in my lap and he has a very loud purr. Well, you wouldn't be on the call. Yeah. Um, Gordon, I just want to quickly echo what Elizabeth just said about, you know, Lynn, I've never had the pleasure of hearing you play and, and sing, but uh, Lynn has often talked about 
you and your talents. And I just want to echo, as as Elizabeth was saying, that I hope that you are able to to come and perform again. And I'll say that I know that if if you can do that at some point, that would make her very happy. I, I, I said that. Yeah. This is Peter. Uh, all sure. Uh, got on the call. Yeah. Hey. Got on the call. Um, for, the first, the first I need to say is um, Lisa uh, called and said she wanted to get on the call, but she couldn't. Something came up, but she wanted to uh, mm. just say how much she remembered Lynn, and she and I sort of remember her sort of the same way, which is uh, speaking for me especially when I would come into the convention, I I knew who Lynn was. But we didn't talk that much because I was doing different things. But whenever I saw her, she was doing things that were really important. Like she was the one who, when she got to the convention, she did a, a, a run to the grocery store and bought all that stuff that we needed, oh. you know, to, to, to mm-hmm. the music. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether it was the band, uh, you know, the house band or whatever, she always made sure she uh, we had food to eat. And that was and coffee to drink, too, of course. <laughs> and, of course, wine to drink, you know, which, which, uh, which has its own set of issues. The other thing I remember about her is, uh, you know, during those, and Liz talked about this, the mixers. She was, as I remember, was often staffing the bar, or she was trying to organize the showcase in the in the chaos and trying to get you know the information we needed to get the showcase auditions you know, moving in the right direction. She was always doing something that was really important and and behind the scenes. And the other thing I remember about her is she was usually the one staffing our booth uh, at con- at conventions, which is a job that nobody wanted, including me. Uh, but she always did it well with grace. Whenever I'd wander up to the booth. Um, uh, uh, you know, she was always there. She was always cheerful. She was always, you know, selling T-shirts and whatever else she she did at the booth. And the other thing I remember about her, we would have our conversations, sort of, you know, as we passed in the night. You know, and first it was the Native American flute that she ran a session on, and then one of the the things I'll never forget was the time she organized a drum circle in Birmingham, Alabama, in that in that hotel. Uh, and of course, people complained about the noise. We didn't care. We just closed the door and kept on banging. Is the, is the way I remember that. A, right. That was really nice. That was great. It was really fun. Uh, and then, and then of course, the Celtic harp. You know, uh, I, I just I'm so astounded. She did all that, and then she sang well too. I remember she did a duet with, with I think it was with Janice. Some opera aria, I think it was uh, Rossini or somebody about cats meowing or something. Uh, yeah, that, no, that was that, the cats meowing was. Because they actually, <laughs> they actually recorded the the recording that actually went onto the showcase CD that year, the morning of mine and Janice's wedding. They 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 came into my studio and we did that session real quick. It was it was terrific. I mean, she did it yeah. for the show too, which was amazing. Yeah, uh, oh, it was. Uh, yeah, and then of course Lynn was also with the, the, one of the people in the choir when we had the friends in our choir, who was always always oh. organized, always oh, knew so the part, good. and always was 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 ready to sing. And that was you know as I was one of them, and Gordon was too. Was one of the ones did the arrangements for the choir, and that was always helpful to have people who yeah. knew the part, who knew in what was the going small on. group too. That, that that small group too, right? Exactly. Um, and then, uh, for me, I didn't really know Lynn until uh, she became president. And when she became president, I was sort of worried because she was she was always behind the scenes, and I wasn't sure she had sort of the the person the drive to be up front. And I was wrong. I was delighted. She's that she. Uh, everybody said this, but I agree. 
she's done a fabulous or was doing a fabulous job, was doing stuff that I wanted to do but never got around to doing as president. Um, and I really got to know her really uh, at the after the showcase in 2018 in St. Louis. Uh, we um, had the usual post-showcase party, but it was a small group, uh, and, it, and, it, and it featured lots of wine, and we all got <laughs> which was a lot of fun. But but I didn't really realize the scope and the broadness of Lynn's interests until that drunken orgy. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> I put it that way. Um, Whoa. Not, not, not quite as uh, that, but it was it was really you know it was. I mean, we talked about everything. We talked about music and art and guitars and and uh, uh, you know ACB politics and I don't remember what all we talked about. But she was on board with everything. I mean, she. She could say intelligent stuff about everything, including some of the stuff I was working on with my uh, books and stuff at the time. And it was, it was just one of those moments that I, um, that I re- really got to know her. Um, and that sort of continued on and off. Uh, you know, we talked more on the phone about stuff. And I was uh, – somebody talked about talked, – she talked about her technology. And she talked about her most recent book that she was reading. And she talked about whatever – we talked about politics a little bit. Um, and you know, I I really got to appreciate both her leadership skills and her wide breadth of 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 stuff she could talk about intelligently, and and of course her her spirit and her ability to be helpful. And uh, and it uh, it's a it's an awful loss. I just regret not knowing her more. But what a what a contribution uh, to to not just friends and art, of course, but in so many other ways to all of us. I'm sure she's, as Gordon said, is with Janice, and they're tearing up heaven or something. Uh, but anyway, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a terrific person. This Thank is Elton. I just wanted to say how inclusive Lynn was. She was. She just seemed to welcome any person or idea. It, she was the best advocate that I ever had for people who she loved the visual arts and she even bought one of my paintings and she she wanted visual arts to be in part of the Friends in Art from the very beginning and so that's a part that I think that I most appreciate because she she had, she was so inclusive. She was knowledgeable about things, but she was very, very inclusive. And uh, so that's that's all. That's my contribution. And it's Elsie Monty. And I. You know, that's a very interesting comment. Um, it's Don Horn. Um, I'm having some trouble with Zoom. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, I we hear you. You're good, Don. I went through a bit of a journey this week thinking about Lynn, and here's, here's, what it, here's what it was. I met Lynn in the early 1980s. As a matter of fact, I learned when she was interviewed over ACB radio that she holds me responsible for introducing her to friends in art. I was sitting there listening to her speak, and I heard my name, and I thought, what is she blaming me for? Like <laughs> the rerun and said, "Okay, she can blame me for that." I have no recollection of it, but if you're going to blame me for something, blame me for that. But anyway, when I met her in about '81 or '82 or whenever it was, it was probably around that time. She invited me to one of her infamous mixers that we've all been hearing about, 
And I'm not really a mixer person, but I decided to go. And I went and I had a good time and I came back and it's so funny because I've never told Lynn this, but I came back to my room and I was thinking, that was a lot of fun, but what an odd group of people. It was almost like finding out that there was a new single out with Andre Bocelli and Black Sabbath on the same, on the same song. And so every year when she would invite me to the mixer, my little game that I would play in my head is what people am I going to meet that are not that should never, like, would never be in the same room again. And it became really kind of an interesting little game that I would play in my head. And over the years, I got to know Lynn better. We hosted a showcase some years ago. And that was really together, a good one. And we, um, I was on and off Friends and Arts board periodically. God knows why, but I loved it. And then over the past year or two, we've, been, we've done a much better job of keeping in touch but when I read Nancy's post that she passed away, I was sitting in my home, because where else can we go nowadays? And I was thinking about it, and I stopped for about a half an hour, and I was really thinking about the fact that Lynn really was, now we use the word diversity, which we use it so often, but I got to thinking that it was really interesting because it would have been easy for me, like in the beginning, to include that Lynn was just sort of naive and everybody was welcome. And what I really came to realize is she really was far from naive. She really had a deep understanding of people. And it wasn't that she didn't understand that people had strengths and weaknesses. It was that she intuitively knew what someone's strengths were and how to build them. And she did it quietly, and she did it with a lot of, without a lot of fanfare, but she knew exactly what she was doing. And because of that, because she was at her best, she created a situation where everyone else was. And that was what made mm -hmm. those mixers work. Yes. And that was why yeah. these diverse group of people, that's, that's why that single with Bocelli and Black Sabbath would have worked if Lynn were directing <laughs> <laughs> first convention was in St. Louis and Lord we don't get the uh, the rap of being those party in Alabama <laughs> this is uh, like this is Ann Chapetta um, oh okay thanks Peter I'd like to add what what Don was talking about about Lynn knowing intuitively what strengths you had and being able to tease them out. I met Lynn, uh, well actually Peter introduced me to Friends in Art and I got on the board and Lynn is the one that uh, lassoed me in. <laughs> um, we got to know each other pretty well last year at the Rochester convention. We were in the vendor hall together selling um, Friends in Art tote bags and uh, things like that and uh, I learned that Lynn was a very diverse and a very interesting person we also had a lot in common, and I just recently found out we both we had both worked uh, with veterans and things like that. But um, Lynn approached me and learned how to utilize, you know, my skills as a as a writer and as someone who, who you know, just wanted to be able to help. And she she led the way for me to be able to get more involved in friends and art, and uh, um, hopefully be able to help. The organization just move forward. I feel like I didn't get enough time with Lynn, uh, and I 
Uh, I know other people feel that way on this call too. I, uh, she will be missed and her spirit is going to be with me forever. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to add to what Don, to what Don said. This is Peter. I, and he talked to the word about diversity with, with a little bit of, uh, uh, humor, uh, as one in the, in the one who's in the diversity field, been in the diversity field forever. It's been most of what my professional life has been about one way or another. Um, what Lynn did, there's a, there's a term that that's being used in diversity these days. It's inclusion. And that was Lynn really what really did. She, she included everybody. She felt she knew what people's strengths were. She really sort of had that knack. Uh, and she she knew how to deal with different kinds of people really effectively, um, and but but and 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 she uh, as we've talked about had a diverse array of. I didn't realize, for example, that Lynn and I worked for the same employer. She uh, and I both worked for Cine, uh, for um, National Braille Press in different guises, and I didn't know that until like uh, I don't know a month before she died, um, and you know I didn't realize that she was a, that she actually wrote columns. Um, you know, I just, things you just, I just didn't know about her, you know, because she didn't, you know, she didn't brag about stuff, you know, it just sort of came out. So, but this idea of inclusion is really important when it comes to Lynn, because she really got that concept. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say uh, that I remember that I forgot to talk about before was her sort of really creative thing she did to showcase. She did a couple of, of, of satires. The one I remember most is, uh, all the technology she wanted to buy to the tune of Santa Baby. Um, yes, 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 yes. It was brilliant. Okay. She did a few other ones like that that I don't remember, but that's the one I remember the most. Oh, she did a blues song. She's a few other yeah, of my that... favorite things, favorite tech things or whatever that what was. Yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Oh, yeah. That was I'm, I'm pounding on my keyboards or ain't nothing on my screen. That's right. It was really terrific. Things. It was really, I mean, she really was an unusual person, and I... You know, as I said, I, and I, I, I'm so glad she actually had the chance to be president because, you know, she, she I don't think, you know, she, it, she was able to put those leadership skills into real focus. And I'm really glad that she had the opportunity to do that. But she, she, was, she was terrific. She really was terrific. So that's all I want to say. This is Derek Lane. I just wanted to say something very briefly, if I may, about Lynn. She, uh, in the welcoming and inclusive department, she was very welcoming to me when I first got into friends in art as more than a lurker and just going, wow, these people are cool, you know, from afar. And uh, she got me in the organization. She got me in a position where I was able to help run the booth and just, you know, go places in the organization. I didn't think I'd be able to, like she, she never made me feel like I was outside of my comfort zone because she just widened it for me. And I found myself doing all these crazy things I never thought would happen. Uh, some people kind of tend to cajole people or, antagonize them out of their comfort zones or provoke them or whatever but she never did that with anyone she just made people extend on their own you know what i mean she just facilitated an environment where you could grow and find things in yourself that you could do and i just think that is an incredible thing oh and her healthy chocolate yeah let's not forget about some healthy chocolate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That goes great with my Intensio coffee, by the way. Oh, I bet. This is Elsa Monty, and I just wanted to say also, she was extremely empathetic. Uh, I mean, she was sympathetic also, but she was empathetic. And as a mental person, she 
Hey, just what was going on? And I, I, I missed. Oh, yeah, this is Mike Mandel. And listening here, what's really amazing is all of these wonderful qualities belong to one person. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we had so much fun talking about anything from, you know, board games. And uh, one of the things uh, about her and leadership was that she was a fa- she was somehow a facilitator i mean she uh she didn't ha- she didn't have a heavy hand or anything like that she led by example and was a facilitator so that everybody else felt comfortable and able and did find something in themselves to do i mean that's a real and rare gift in a leader yes yes how many of you remember I for two or three two or three years ago at the showcase when we had the bingo game in the in the hall that we all you know Lynn let everybody in singing old McDonald had a farm right. and bingo and all <laughs> heard that yes yeah uh-huh. that was hilarious oh they did not like they did not like us after a while they 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 did not but we had a good time oh yeah, it was amazing. fantastic oh yeah. Right, this is Mike Mandel again. And you know, remember she also introduced us to round singing. Yes, she did. Oh, yes. Well, there's, yes. there's no end. There's no end. The round and harmony singing was great. For yeah. a long time, but, but she Thanks. enhanced it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she just hey. planted a lot of seeds. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a lot of seeds for Friends in Art and some new ones that we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I we're all here in Jen- today and planted lettuce. We're all here in Jason's Zoom room, and I haven't heard Jason say much of anything yet. Well, Jason? I was kind of letting everybody go ahead. Go but, ahead, um, Jason. Oh, <laughs> come on. But uh, I met Lynn in 2000 when I went to my first ACB convention, and I knew of her for a while, and I was in and out of friends in art. And it wasn't until more recently, within the past three or four years, that I got to know her much more and she was you know talking about planting seeds she along with some others helped plant the seed for um, harp lessons for me so I started playing the harp a couple years ago and uh, we've been sharing you know having fun sharing things back and forth and also people have mentioned she just had this way of easing things into your life experience and (laughs) some of them were rather funny Um, I do a weekly show called Artfelt on ACP Radio Interactive, and she would sometimes send me a message because I'd be playing a piece and it was incorrectly tagged. I didn't know the exact name, and I'd call it by whatever I thought it might be. And so she'd send him, no, that's not, this is the Harmonious Blacksmith. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it was so funny, like, hey, I've just gotten corrected by Lynn. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So, uh, you know, I, I just loved her so much. One of my more recent experiences with mm-hmm. her was in person at the uh, leadership meetings for ACB. We all went to dinner and she just blended right in with all these other friends of mine she hadn't met before but had heard about. And we had a grand old time. And yes, wine was included. oh Oh, that's right i i was going to um it was up 
kind of near Birmingham where my friend roommate was going to another conference. And so I arranged it for Lynn, Lynn and Jan to come and get me. And so they did, we went, you know, we went shopping and Lynn would always insist on sneaking up and paying for things. And, uh, and so then that later that day, it was my birthday the next day, but uh, my friend, does came to Lynn's and we all went out to eat at this Japanese restaurant and I don't know how much wine we had but it was a fun birthday and <laughs> Lynn just I mean you know she just she brought her harp that weekend too and because I said you know what I want to know more about your harp I have oh, some yeah. chocolate she brought, shake she brought one to convention too yeah, she Lynn was always harping on everything <laughs> but she uh, she you know, just came and we celebrated that birthday. And then we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. And she said, I'm getting this uh, Coca-Cola cake. And she said, I'll give oh, you a yeah. piece, but I'm taking that home. And the rest of it, she was taking that home. And I mean, she was just, she knew what she, she knew what she liked. She knew what she enjoyed. And Emily, oh my God, she always talked about you and all of your family, Chris and, and, um, I, all of you mark. and she just yeah. Mark. mark yeah she did she just <laughs> loved you all so much so i'm like i said she i think did. she's telling all the angels you know what to do with each one of us or for us and and you know or trying to get them to you know give us more of a kick to get moving with things like i need to i need to do a lot more with my harp she actually found my harp she went into the atlanta harp center and she played the harp that I got and called me up and said, you have to go get this harp. This is your harp. You need to go buy this. So I wow. arranged to go get it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, really so funny. as far as getting us all into harp, she got me into it. She got Jason yeah. uh, and she got Debbie and Janice. Uh, oh. She got Janice into harping too. Well, just, wow. to, just, just to put, put it, it out there, I don't know what to do with all of our harps. So. How many does does she have? Four Several. or five. Yeah, <laughs> really. This well, has been important. wonderful. I just wanted to say how much we've enjoyed this. Well, I have enjoyed you here. Lovely Thank you, Emily. You here. I'm so glad you came. It's great to have the family. I'm going to get going. Thank you all. Gang, uh, Emily, would you like to say something uh, final for our group? Oh, for or anybody, I'm sorry, anybody in the family, oh, would you I like would to? I love for Emily to say something. Yes. Or any well, other family. Yeah. Well, hey, this is Mark. Can I say something? Yeah. You sure may. Of course. Well, we were fortunate enough to uh, have Lynn come see us about six weeks ago. And yes. uh, uh, the week before she was supposed to be here, I went to and talked to the choir director and the rector and asked, you know, can we have her have her sing during the uh, offertory? Aww. And so she went mm. up and did her very unique uh, version of Amazing Grace Acapella. Mm. So, oh, wow. Sweet. Uh, that never really heard it like that before. Mm. <laughs> it was fortunate for us to see her and uh, for her to see her, her, her friends up there at uh, St. Paul's. I mean, we almost didn't get out of there. There were so many people that wanted to talk to her and hug her and all that. So. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, it, was tough to, it was tough to take her back over to Alexandria for a hotel. And uh, 
She said, I need some wine. I said, okay. And what do you want, a bottle? And I said, I recommend you get a box. How long are you to be there? Three days? Yeah, let's get a box. <laughs> took it up to her room. Joe's and the, and the last wine. thing I told her is, if you ever need me, I'll be there. Uh-huh. Sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Well, that's really been sweet. It was really hard for us not to be there for her. Um, the last month through all no just the on, the last on Wednesday yes. and yes. Thursday when she passed so oh my God. Um, it was hard but this Very. has been amazing amazing and just, and just connecting, connecting on, on Facebook, Facebook and, and everything, everything. so um, I thank you for your love and your your words and your thoughts and just we want you to stay safe, and that's yes. you know. There's another Lynn, big. Lynn would have loved it. <laughs> yes, she would have. I know, and she probably did. Probably listened to it all. It's probably saying, uh-huh. "I didn't know they thought that about me. I didn't know they remembered that." <laughs> Let's not say anything. Let's say, like. It's in the present, okay? Well, yeah, okay. I think she is. Yeah. All right. Um, is, yeah. is, um, you know there's a big, another gathering tomorrow night. All of you know? There's another yeah, The one. Alabama group? Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it'll be a lot Although, bigger than the Alabama, Alabama group. Alabama grown national, but yeah. <laughs> went national. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, oh, really? I, I told the guy who planned it, I said, I hope you have a Zoom room that can hold more than 100. Because we'll it's see very nice. It'll be great. I'm going to go now, I think. Okay. And have a glad you joined us, let's Gordon. All be, let's all thank you, thank you, Gordon. Yeah, thank you. Our best out for her. Okay. Bye, Gordon. Good to see you, Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. Love you, Gordon. Yeah. Peter, I wanted to tell you that when Lynn and I kind of reunited once she knew I was here in that conversation, the very first one, one of the people that she spoke so so caringly of, and just. Uh, kindly and sensitively about was you. She really cared a lot about you and uh, just valued you so much. And uh, I, I valued her. Too. I, I grew to value her. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and um There's and I there. I don't think I've had a chance There's to tell you, but your arrangements of things like that that dog song and some of the other arrangements <laughs> that you've done. I mean, they're just they're so unique. They're so wonderful. Just classic. So I hope you do more of that. Well, if we get the friends in our choir together again, you know, at some point, wow. uh, you know, I, I will, although I've lost okay. my recording equipment, but that's another conversation. Well, I think but thank you. That's really sweet. Hey, no, Peter, I wanted to tell you. Let's build yeah. it and they will come. Make us an arrangement and I'll see if I can't get some folks to join the choir. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, and Gordon did yeah. great arrangements too. I mean, Gordon oh, arrangements I know. Were, were Yes. Wonderful. Beautiful. Um, uh, just fabulous. And Nancy, oh, did, yeah. was it you did that one arrangement of, was it, uh, uh, Oliver, oh, yeah, Cole Porter, right? I did sing that oh, swing, swing that thing. You know, oh, that, oh, they, yeah, that was fabulous. I that did was that wonderful. one, and I did the one with Who Will Buy and uh, yes, and well, she does Yeah, that's how I. You know how I feel. This is all they know. The thing from Greece. I mean, from the echoes and all. Smell of the what is that? The smell of the grease paint. Oh, the roar of grease paint. The roar of that thing. I'm scrambling it. But anyway, that one. So I put those two together. You know, who uh, yeah, they, they were, yeah, they were good. I mean, all those arrangements were good. Um, so, yeah, I well, thank you. you. That's really nice, nice, nice to know. 
Nancy, is Roe listening? No. Oh, okay. I thought I heard him earlier, so no, I just want I you to say hi to him from all of us. Yeah. I'll do that. I want to thank Jason and Mike. Um, thank you guys so much for arranging this and um, putting it together on such a short notice. And uh, I just want to say thanks to both of you. And Mike, oh, I you. remember the Absolutely. time we had at Lynn's and you yes. were always with cupcakes. Lynn said, oh, that's yes. always what Mike brings, cupcakes yes. and coffee. Oh, my God, that was a fun time. I just also, okay. Emily, I want to say that I talked to Janet Dickelman, who Lynn spoke with on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Right. And Janet was telling me that Wednesday morning when Lynn had prayer with you and Bob, and um, apparently she, you know, she, she talked about that with, with Janet. And, um, you know, I think it's so great that as a family, you guys were able to, to, to connect and do that. Um, you know, and I just want to say that. to you how much I know that, how much I know that, 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 that morning prayer on Wednesday, how much that meant to her. Yeah. It, it meant oh, to yeah. it meant to her. Uh, she, we talked about it quite often, actually, not on Wednesday, but yeah. before, mm -hmm. and that she yeah. spoke very meaningfully about that. Yeah, she loved that. So, yeah. She always did it with us when she was here, and she yeah. was here in November for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we started all of this social distancing stuff. <laughs> she called me and she said. Why don't we do this in my Zoom room? And I said, what's the Zoom room? <laughs> so we started doing it, and we did it every day. Every day. And then, and then she told my brother about it, Mark. And Mark and his family joined in, and then our daughter joined in. And so, and, and then after Lynn died, Nancy's been joining in with yeah. us, but um, yeah, it was it was how that's we did sweet. our day. That's how we started that's our day, and, and it was just—it was like having her right here. And I I'm know. still oh. believe that she's not here. So I know it's just—I mm -hmm. think she is. It well, she, she is. is. Well, she's always she been is. in my heart. Always yeah, will be well. in my heart, but. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we didn't see her, but we heard her, you know, That's so right. just like she didn't That's see right. us, but she right. heard us, right? Mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just a, just a, a thought. Um, my brother's done a beautiful obituary for her. So I think we're just going to put it on Facebook and okay. see how... We and give anybody permission to share it. Okay, uh, that's wonderful. With anybody that they want to. So okay, uh, if you tag her friends, then we'll see it. We'll find it and we can share it. Mark did a beautiful job, and you can share it with whoever, uh, ACB friends and art. We're just not going to put it in the paper. So right, yeah. Okay. Oh, but thank you for this. Oh, oh thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks yeah, everybody. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well, I think I'm finally unmuted. 
Um, this is Harvey. Hi, Harvey Miller. Harvey. <laughs> right. I've been listening to all of you, but oh, I finally, finally realized that, uh, and I think it's wonderful that we could get together like this uh, about Lynn. I, I remember, I guess the last time I heard her sing was uh, in Minneapolis. I think, uh, Nancy, you played for her and all the things you are. I thought that was yeah. one of the best things that I'd ever heard her do. Well, you know, we, she rarely sang really something serious. I guess that could be serious uh, of that sort. And to hear her sing that, I thought was really outstanding. Mm. I loved it. Mm. Glad you're here, Harvey. Oh, I know. Yes. Yes, Jack Link. Hey, Jack. And, uh, hey, I just wanted to say that, kind of echo what June said about Lynn. Uh, we had auditioned years and years ago, and, you know, the people at the audition said we did well and whatever, but we weren't uh, allowed to be on the showcase that particular year. And, you know, and uh, then, you know, about six or seven years ago, we decided to give it another shot. I think the first year, uh, Lynn was not there. Peter also was in charge of it. But ever since then, we've worked with Lynn, and it's just been a joy to work with her on the showcase and the auditions and just all aspects of the FIA showcase. I played for both of y'all that first year y'all came back. I, was, <laughs> I accompanied both of y'all. Actually, the first year I did that one, uh, we didn't have the music, and I, it was that, uh, I think you're just a little bit late, and that was done without accompaniment, but you played for me the next year. Okay. Yeah. But Peter decided that was better without accompaniment. But 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 then I did for June for for a time. Yes, yeah, that's right. She did think on me, and I can't remember what it. Well, then there was the year that there was an auction. Well, one of the auctions, and a a woman won who was uh, got to be MC or something or uh -huh. to sing. Peter, are you Peter? Did Peter leave? Peter was so gracious. I mean, he was so gracious to this woman and people were yeah. applauding her and, you know, like, oh, they loved, they, they loved it because it was a, it was a spiritual song, but oh man, that woman could not carry a tune. It was just, <laughs> wow. So she works. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, I think we'll be going. In just but you were gracious. So gracious. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to sign out if okay. that's okay yeah thank you emily for being with thank us you, uh -huh. thank, thank you emily thank you emily for more information on lynn heddle including the obituary and ability to sign guest book go to lynnheddle.weebly.com that's l y n n h e d l dot w e e b l y Com. We're glad you could join us for this edition of the Art Parlor. It is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind, and it airs on ACB Radio Mainstream every Saturday at 8 p.m., Sunday at 8 a.m., and Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can listen by going to acbradio.org mainstream, use ACB link for Android or iOS, or call 518 906 one eight two zero 
For more information on Friends in Art, go to friendsinart.com. You can email us at artparlor at acbradio.org. Thank you for listening.